Welcome back to our listeners. You are tuning in to the Mentor, Motivate, and Inspire show. Today, I have with me Nancy Erickson, the book professor, and we're going to speak on the topic of expand your mentoring influence by writing a high-impact book. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you, Lori. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Now, um, our audience is listening just, you know, audio. They don't see the uh, you know, the, the, the video, but I can see you and there's a, a huge group of book covers behind you, which is so beautiful. Tell me a little bit about that and we'll dive into the topic. Yeah. Well, so, um, I help people to write nonfiction books. And then I also own a nonfiction publishing house, Stonebrook Publishing. And as a little reward to myself, every time one of our books comes out, I get this metal print of the cover. And so that's what you see behind me is my whole, in fact, I've got several walls in my office that are just all book covers. And um, anyway, that's that's my pleasure at the end of a project, a little reward for me. <laughs> well, it's beautiful. It's inspiring, which is perfect for this uh, show. You know, I, I love to, you know, offer some kind of mentorship strategies or if someone is a mentor, give us some advice. You know, I, I think it's wonderful especially with our network, you know, for women, by women, right? that we all definitely lift each other up. So um, yeah, let's dive yeah, into it. And I love that because, you know, that didn't used to be the case. Mm -hmm. When I first started working, now I'm older, I graduated college in 1980, but I start, first started working at IBM. And if there was a woman above you, she did everything she could to keep you down because she had to fight hard to get in it. So it's a totally totally different culture now, which is wonderful because women are really giving and we have a lot and we see things globally, not just in its little silo. So mentoring women by women really fulfills a lot of needs for both the person who is taking someone under their wing and the other person who's kind of growing into a new uh, area of their life. I agree. I'm absolutely. I mean, I, um, you know, I always felt like I had a mentor in my life years ago who was a man. And even though I'm all this, you know, for women by women, but he was, he was very nurturing. I think that's what I got from him. It was almost right. like a father figure kind of feeling, but, um, as, as I'm older and I've branched out into other areas, I actually feel like I have a new source of inspiration and somebody lifting me up who is a powerful woman. Yeah. You know, right. so that that dynamic has shifted for me. So yeah, let's dive into your topic. Expand your mentoring influence by writing a high impact book. Yeah. So I work with a lot of women and I call them femalepreneurs and, and women who are um, it, it, making their way their own way. And we have to do that because we've got children, we've got homes, we've got a lot of responsibilities. And so when you mentor other people, it's usually on a one-to-one -one basis and it may be formal or informal, but if you want a bigger audience, you need a bigger platform. And that's what writing a nonfiction book can do for you. And of course we mentor you through the whole process. Uh, we start off just, you know, and a lot of times people are thinking, well, why would I write a book? It's because you know something that others don't or you have a your own particular approach to things that have made things easier. So all of our books are intended to do to offer two things to the reader and that is hope and help. 
And so within your own subject matter expertise, um, you can offer that to others. So um, it's just a very methodical step-by-step -step process that we take you through so that, I mean, you don't have to be a writer to do it. You're just going to so surprise yourself <laughs> during what the process brings out in you. And you will be able to produce a book that can really stand shoulder to shoulder on the market with anything else out there. So what do you want to offer maybe as the first go-to tip? I mean, I, I definitely say a lot of coaches and entrepreneurs and experts in their field who definitely have something to say. And I think a lot of them use podcasting for that. Yes, that's excellent. Yeah. You know, it, kind of short and sweet, you know, develop their skills or bring on other guests. But I often even guide them, you know, why don't you even make sure that you download the text? That could be a chapter of your book. Each mm -hmm. each podcast episode could be a chapter of your book. And, and then a lot of women are also getting on stages and they're definitely wanting to use different platforms to grow or enhance their authority. You know, a lot of people can, yes, start a podcast, get it going right away. Then there's that burnout phase. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we, of course, we have radio, which is usually for those who have a little more podcast experience, using the, know what the direction is um, and their purpose for having a podcast or a radio station, a radio show, bringing on guests, but also with writing a book is a whole new animal. Right. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, I love everything that you said about different ways that women are expressing themselves. So because of the way that we construct your book, um, we do it in problem solution sets where you name a problem your audience is likely to have. And then for, through a very story driven process, you present your solutions. So each chapter is a container of information that's only about that one thing. So when you are finished, you should be able to take every chapter out of your book and repurpose that material for other revenue producing products, such as if you're going to be giving speeches or holding workshops or seminars or starting your po a podcast or, um, you know, a lot of uh, maybe video training or even online courses. So the way we set it up in the beginning allows you, and I hate doing things over again, you know, creating is, takes a lot of time and energy. So whatever you create, I like the idea of extending that through to other platforms because everybody's not going to read your book, but they're still in your target our audience. And so we just want to meet your audience where they're already engaged. Would you say then somebody who does have a podcast is a good fit to write a book then? I would definitely, yeah, definitely say that. And I love your idea. I mean, you can't, you wouldn't maybe necessarily take every, every podcast episode, but we would map out what the important ones are and you grab that content that you've already created and put it in the book and you'd still have some things to write around it, but it would be a, it would be a good starting point. It's also a good starting point if you only have an idea and that's it because we take you through the whole whole process of um, figuring out your purpose and your audience so that you can write to those people.
And the reason why I've mentioned that to podcasters before, or even guests who have been on uh, my show is, you know, sometimes when you're writing a book and I'm just guessing because I haven't actually write, written a book, you, you're, everything is in your head and well thought out and you're, and you're drafting. Sometimes when you're on, on a podcast, you're just simply influenced by the person you're speaking with. And you have this breakout moment where it's something you never thought of, but you just actually said, because it was conversational exactly. and it was like your best aha moment. That was totally unscripted. I'm yes. like, well, now go download this podcast and script it out. Take out that chunk. That's a chapter. It is. It is. That's a good idea. And you're right. Cause when we, especially with women, when we converse, a lot of times we are thinking things through as we're speaking and we do get these aha moments. And sometimes these brilliant things come out of your mouth and you're like, that's what I meant. I just didn't know how to say it before. So how long have you been doing this and what was the inspiration for you, you know, to connect, especially with other women to, to get their messaging out in this platform? Yeah, I've been doing it about 15 years and it all started. I, I, my original career was in high tech. And uh, what happened was that my dad was diagnosed with a terminal brain tumor. And so I quit everything and went to be with my parents. And then when he passed away, I came home and I thought, well, now I can do what I really want, which all I ever wanted to do was be a writer anyway. <laughs> so um, anyway, to make a really long story short, I went back to school and get got a master's degree in writing. And then I started, I then I taught at the university where I graduated and started the publishing house. And so we were getting a lot of manuscripts that had the seed of what we were looking for. Because our material, all of our material has to be material that will either change lives, save lives, or transform society. We were getting manuscripts that had a little seed of that in it, but it was so poorly written, we couldn't do anything with it. So then at that point, um, I took a step back for about a year and didn't publish anything else, but wrote this step-by-step-by-step-by-step -step 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 process so that people who weren't writers could become authors of these amazing books. So in 15 years, a lot has changed. There's now self-publishing, you know, there's getting on Amazon, there's that process. Why, why go your route versus self-publishing? And I feel like my, the answer for me would be clear. I love how you explain to um, name a problem and contain it uh -huh, and solve right. that problem. So definitely through your guidance and, you know, self-publishing, I don't know what is involved well, in all of right. that, but I'm sure it's a lot of do it yourself. The problem. <laughs> Lori, there, publishing is a very old industry and there are a lot of conventions to it. And there are places like Amazon that can help you through that. But what self-publishing means is that you're the one in control of the entire process. It's not do it yourself publishing. You're hiring the designers and the layout artists and the proofreaders and the editors and stuff. And most people don't know all, what all is involved or they think, well, I don't want to pay for that. My daughter majored in English. She'll proofread my book. And I, that's where you get in trouble because it's a, um, you know, and here's the thing is like, people give me their books all the time. And I am highly impressed that somebody wrote a book, but on the other hand, the book should do three things for you. It should increase your credibility, show you as an expert in your field and attract a following, but it's only going to do that if it's well done. 
And often when people give me their book in my head, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, please don't give this to anyone else. You have no idea what you haven't done, not just with the product, but with the writing and the editing. Every writer has a better editor that really makes your, your words sing and shine. It's still you. It's just you polished. And so, you know, who wouldn't want that? And when you're wanting, and the thing is too, is that a lot of times people spend just as much money, but they come out with an inferior product because what you are producing is a product because people buy it and, and you, you want it to be not just a great experience, but an outstanding product. So many of our books win awards, which is a, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that because that means that we're really doing quality work and leading our authors to a place where they're actually able to compete with other books and win awards. No, I love that. And I just brought it up because, you know, a lot of times people do look for those shortcuts and those shortcuts have sacrifices. They do. Right. And, you know, just like, you know, when lovely Canva came out and we can all do it yourself making logos compared to what your graphic designer may have done for you. There might be, you know, less costs, but a lot more time when you're doing it yourself. And is the end result really what you wanted? You right. know, and, and that's how it is with a lot of different products. And I, I, I'm grateful for do-it-yourself products for people who want to, you know. Uh, well, it sure gave people on Fiverr a lot of jobs to do. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. But, um, you know, I would certainly want to go with someone. I mean, when you're putting out a book, this is you know, that's out there. That is, you know, your, your shining glory baby moment. And I would certainly want to align with the experts. I would never feel that I am an expert to do that. I think we need to stick with our expertise, which is our story. Yeah. Right. What we're putting in the book, not, 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 not the, the, the paper. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You are an expert in your own life and your own story, but it's even, it's a little hard. I mean, you can't put everything about you in one, in one book. So we really, that method I told you about building the chapters and problem solution sets and such, we map out the entire content of your book before you even get started. And by doing so, it really helps you to prioritize what goes in the book and what doesn't. Um, Cause you have to stay focused on your, on the purpose of the book and the audience that you're writing to. So since we're mo- mentor, motivate and inspire based for this show, would you like to offer an example where you really offered that mentorship where, you know, someone came your way with a book idea, perhaps it was just in their head, they weren't sure how to do it. And you really just pieced it together and Maybe they're even on to a new book because they just love the process. Oh, we've got a lot of stories like that. But the top of mind is um, a, an author, Nicole Bell. We released her book um, maybe about a, it was not quite a year ago. It's called what lurks in the woods and it's nonfiction. All of our books are nonfiction. I need to say that. But what happened was her husband, she was, she's this MIT brainiac. And so is her husband. I mean, I'm serious about that. They work on, developing different products and stuff like that. So anyway, she, um, uh, he was starting to act weird, you know, and got forgetful about weird things and stuff. Anyway, he was diagnosed with early Alzheimer's 
and she didn't believe it. And so she dug and dug and dug, and he was declining, 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 declining until finally they got the, to the root of what his issue was. And he had had Lyme disease, which if at the point she, when she first asked the doctor to, to test for Lyme, if he had gotten the medication at that point, he would have been fine. It's just, you know, a course of medication. Um, he ended up, he passed away about a year ago. And um, her now life mission is to educate people about Lyme disease and other tick-borne illnesses. She's been on the Today Show. She's been on the, all in the Wall Street Journal. She's been all kinds of things. And now she's heading up a company who is developing testing procedures for these tick-borne illnesses. So I, I'm really proud of Nicole. She's done a lot. And her book really launched that um, passion out to the world. That's incredible. That's, that's an incredible mission also. I mean, taking, you know, your story and what, what happened and the unfortunate circumstance, but it's hopefully going to lead to other people's awareness. And right. um, so what's the name of the book again? It's called what lurks in the woods and her name is Nicole Bell. And obviously you can find it on Amazon. <laughs> Wonderful. So, okay. So for our podcast listeners, I'm going to make sure that all of your information is in show notes, how to find you, your links. And for our radio only listeners, what's the best way to connect with you? Well, it's really easy. You go to the website, it's thebookprofessor.com. And across the top navigation, there's a link that says schedule a call with Nancy. And I just love to talk to people about their ideas. And it's just a 30 minute Let's chat about what you're thinking about. No obligation, but it's thebookprofessor.com and the, the navigation will show you just how to schedule a call with me. Perfect. So for anybody out there thinking about that book, take what's in your mind, bring it to Nancy and just like, see if there's something in development, whether it's now or for later. And I'm sure you would offer those steps. Like what's the next step? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, just give you a little confidence because here's the thing is people think, who am I to write a book? And I'm like, well, you've been through things, you've overcome things, you've developed things. Who are you to keep that to yourself? Let's reach out and offer that hope and help to others. And we can have a, a mighty influence that way. Oh, you've got my wheels turning now because <laughs> I'm one of those people. I am one of those people who have always thought, oh, I'm not an expert. I'm not, I don't need to position myself with my, you know, who cares about my story and my problems. And now we've all lived through COVID and everything like what, you know, what's my life story going to mean to anybody, but you know, especially as you, you said, you like to, you know, target the, the femalepreneur. Um, when I started my business 15 years ago, I told myself I was mompreneur. I designed my business around, my babies, my motherhood, and what motivated and inspired me bringing motherhood to the consumers. And I started a trade show called the Mom Expo. I, you know, so do you think a man could do that? Of course <laughs> not. You guys, we are so amazing as women and our voices have barely started to be heard. Get out there. This shine your brilliance. Let people know how you've done something and they'll need help with that. And you can be, you can extend your mentorship beyond your physical body and physical reach. There's really 
it's such a great opportunity. Okay. I think this is going to simmer with me a little bit and we'll have a chat. (laughs) Okay, Nancy. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome, Laura. I, I really enjoyed it. This has been the Mentor, Motivate, and Inspire show.